Welcome to Share Zone. It's your host, Sahil Bhutani. Today's topic is sales and marketing. A little background. There was a time when I used to work at this place called Charter Fitness. Started around like 2014, 20, no, it was like 2013, 2014. Um, kind of in 2015. <laughs> uh, but um, I was a receptionist there, and um, right after high school, I was still full-on receptionist there comes the December time my sister comes back from Portugal she's like a lot of things to offer but I think you need to get good at sales <laughs> uh, she, she was really good at sales at that time and she still is um, but then I was like why is that she's like sales will help you get the word out when you add it with marketing we'll just clean things up and it'll just help you get exposed to more people um yeah a lot lot to offer and you crisp up your skill sets the results could be pretty high um so she gave me an action step she's like all right well walk over to the manager the general manager that's right up there in the front desk and tell her you want to leave we were like gonna shred him on the back like (laughs) like talking and next thing you know i tell her that hey i'm quitting uh as soon as i quit i started applying got a job at this place called one chicago inc and changed their name to launch now it's called stone fool it's for sitcore um i was there for as part of sitcore team for t- t- like 20 2020 around then uh but yeah all they taught me was sales marketing leadership I learned a lot of other things um but like i think it all just revolved around that those three things um but there's something that they taught me and kind of want to share at this place um it's called the four fives eights that's their system <laughs> super simple four fives eights Four factors of impulse, five steps to a conversation, eight great work habits. Um, yeah, they would just have us teach that to everyone. And I thought it was really beneficial. I think it's the key to at least sales, um, <laughs> getting the word out. Um, and dedicate a lot of the podcasts to dive in deep but today i just wanted to just brief through them uh and uh, obviously if you have any questions you could always reach out to me and we could dive into it more but four factors of impulse if you have something to write with you could always take notes but i'm gonna go one at a time real quick and let's do this so the four factors of impulse it's jones effect indifference fear of loss and sense of urgency fear of loss sense of urgency yep so jones effect people like what their neighbors have it is what it is if i'm getting an apple 
and I have six friends, there's definitely going to be the other person who's going to be like, I want an apple because this person got an apple and this person's going to be like, I want an apple because two of these guys. And then when three of them have an apple, now the fourth one's definitely probably going to get a la- iPhone because then he won't have anyone to iMessage with. It's just like understanding like simple logic. People like what their neighbors have. If they don't like what their neighbors have, so be it. But at least majority of the people like what their neighbors have. They like what their friends have. They like what people around them have. If your neighbor is mowing the lawn, you're going to want to go mow the lawn. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not, but that's what technically happens. So when it comes to sales and marketing, or sales at least, um, try relating. Relating to the person on the right, the left, northeast, southwest. Uh, the more you can relate with the person or the neighbors or their friends, in the best way possible the better you will do. The second one, indifference. The Jones effect, indifference, fear, loss, sense of urgency. Indifference. The key, what they taught us was you want to be the opposite of a salesperson. What I mean by that is just be indifferent. The more indifferent you are, better it will be the goal is to help out as many people as possible and when that's the mission the goal of the day you will be indifferent right now i'm doing medical claim center and uh, we tell people free case qualification survey are you available they're not available schedule time if they're not interested i let them know uh, the service is free and make them understand if they're not willing to understand I'm indifferent I'm indifferent the whole time but it's like quality time with quality people opposite of a salesman meaning try not to sell as much as you want to be there for them try to explain what's going on I think simple as that so, I stands for indifference. F stands for fear of loss. And when it comes to the sales world, marketing world, they, there's always going to be fear of loss. Um, promotion, sale, um, coupon, 50% off. Um, I might miss out. Oh, well, this guy... Will this person be back tomorrow? Will I get that call back tomorrow? Oh, I finally got a hold of this person. Oh my God, this was a long call or this was a long meeting. Type of thing. I, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is like the more fear of loss there is created, meaning that if we don't do this right now, we might miss out tomorrow. If we don't act now, the results might be different tomorrow. The more the person in front of us understands that, the more they will answer in the present moment, and the more they're likely to take an action step. F, fear of loss. Last one, sense of urgency. 
said it earlier, quality time with quality people. If I know I have appointments, I want to have sense of urgency so that I could make sure I could attend that person's appointment on time. Um, Knowing the day, if I have 50 things on my to-do list, I will need to have a sense of urgency so that I could accomplish all 50 things. If not, that's okay. But knowing how I could be the most productive human being on planet Earth, that requires sense of urgency. However, if I have the right person in front of me and I'm talking to that person, I'm going to guide them in the right direction. And I'm going to take my time, quality time with quality people. So that's the fours. Jones effect, indifference, fear of loss, sense of urgency. Now let's move into the five steps to a conversation. So when you look at five steps to a conversation, there's five things. Introduction, short story, presentation, close, and rehash. Introduction. Who, what, where, when, why. I could explain that in the easiest way possible. It's always great. Sometimes it's nice to have an icebreaker in the beginning. Something to cool off the conversation. If you see a dog barking, talk about the freaking dog. Icebreaker. If you wake up that person, talk about how you just woke up that person. Break that ice. But then you come to introduction. How are you is not in the intro. Personally... You will not explain that person who, what, when, where, why when you tell them, hey, how are you? (laughs) I personally want to just go right into it, let them know who I am, why I'm at their house, or why did I call them, or why I'm talking, interacting with this person in the first place. What do I want from them? And... uh, What's the action step? (laughs) If I could do that quick as possible and I'm right to the point, they will respect my time, at least most likely. Or I'll get the right answer and I'll be able to move on to the right next person and not waste time. Quality time, quality people be straight to the point. So introduction is key. Short story, let them know exactly who, what, when, or why is similar. If they agree, they pass that first milestone everything goes well now you want to present to them what you have to offer dive in if it makes sense you present to them and everything makes sense then you close them when it comes to closing you need to make sure you have confidence skills you want to make sure you're able to listen you're able to answer their questions if they have any Get back to the point. You're able to maintain that silence. What I mean by silence is if you ask them a question, you're allowing them to answer and you being able to just keep your mouth shut and hear them out. And you're able to have enthusiasm the whole time. Remember, key is to have confidence. No confidence, you won't close that person. Lastly, after you close them, if they're still your best friend or the friend for the day, but they still appreciate you. 
Ask them for a rehash. In our business medical claim center, we have a thing called you or a loved one. <laughs> but anytime they will have a loved one that they could reach out to easily and be like, hey, there is this person who has this to offer. Are you interested? Sometimes, remember, Jones effect. If you get a Jones effect referral, chances are the other person's going to be like, ooh, if Bob has it, I want to have it. <laughs> so rehash is great. It's that little little cherry on top. So start taking the rehash. Seriously, I think rehash is key. If you're good with rehash, you will win. Key is to wake up with appointments, referrals, and conquer that day by making sure you attend that appointment so that's the five steps to a conversation and lastly we got the eight great work habits anywhere i go i want to make sure i take that with me why because as long as if I, I just know just know if i focus on the eight great work habits i will win why because i got courage faith and enthusiasm huh? uh, but yeah let's talk about the eight great work habits uh that's kind of sound kind of inappropriate but there's this person i forgot who but someone someone told me how to remember this and um this is how i remember it so it's hey big baby wanna wear red underwear tonight as crazy as it sounds but that's how I remember the eight great work habits. Hey, baby, want to wear red underwear tonight? <laughs> you will know why. Hey, have and maintain a great attitude. Have and maintain a great attitude. Pause, breathe, smile. If you have a great work, ha- uh, if you have a great attitude throughout the day, you will win. Simple as that go through all the nose and you just like scamp scamp dodging all those bullets having fun have that smile on your face day flies by you win you're happy life is good second someone comes in and messes with your attitude and you lose that trust me day will go bad in a split of a second why would you allow the person or the circumstance to affect your attitude not sure but be on top of your attitude Big, B, hey big, be on time. If I have an appointment, if I have a task and I give myself that this is the time, best thing I could do is show up on time or 15 minutes early. If I show up late, they'll answer the door or they'll answer the call, they'll answer, they'll answer maybe, maybe not, but will that respect be there? Maybe, maybe not. Will that respect be there if you're on time or that or early? Probably. Um, be on time. Get the job done as soon as possible. Have sense of urgency and move on. Baby. Be. Be prepared. So have and maintain a great attitude. Be on time. Be prepared. Be prepared for the day. Be prepared for that one person. Be Know your stuff. If you know you're about to talk to this person for this reason, 
be prepared for the objection be prepared for all the materials just be prepared wanna w work a full day just work a full day work a full day if you got a full day to work just work it what i mean by that just start it end it and have a good work ethic if you have the work ethic to work a full day with a good attitude just gotta crisp it up at that point and you'll win <laughs> um Work your work your territory correctly. That's the next one. Work your territory correctly. Work your leads correctly. Work your work your day correctly. If you know this is how I'm gonna start my day, this is how I'm gonna end my day. Just work it. Work your day correctly. Um, meditation helps. I think uh, doing. It's called six phase meditation personally highly recommend it vision lakani you are the goat vision he has this meditation called six phase meditation it's great helps me really really figure out how i want to work the day uh, there is a part in the meditation where he talks about how i could work the day correctly and uh, just like honestly processing it in your head what do i want this day to be about um, just processing it. If I have this day in my mind, and I'm gonna manifest it in this world, this universe. I gotta process it in my head and get a clear image of this is exactly what I want this day to be about. If I could live that, I am the master of myself. I am in control of my mind, body, thoughts, and action. Obviously, it would be super duper weird if the day went exactly how I prepared. So there will be that uncertainty no matter how much I want to control that day. But if I am master of my words, my visualization, I will have fun knowing that I am controlling today's day because this is what I wanted today's day to be about. So, work your day correctly. Hey, baby, baby, wanna wear red. Respect your customers and clients. That's what R stands for. Respect your customers and clients. Just respect people in general, honestly. People have great things to offer, and if you just add a little respect to it they'll 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 respect you back and offer you great things if you have no attachments of the offering and you just respect them and you just have nothing to seek for no fruits in return just respect and you just give them all the respect in the world i guarantee you you may win a friend you may win a respect you may just feel good just respect care just just respect your customers and clients that's r you understand your opportunity if it's day one not even day one let's just say i interview at a place 
they tell me something. At that time, I should know what my opportunity is. And it is my job to know what the opportunity is going to be if I'm in that place 10 years from now. That opportunity might have gotten crisped up, but the second I don't understand that opportunity anymore is the second I need to leave that place or not be part of that environment. Why? Because I no longer understand the opportunity. Personal opinion. I genuinely believe that if I don't understand the opportunity, I, there's, I'm just functioning like a freaking robot. I need to understand my opportunity so I could make the most out of the day. How do I understand my opportunity? Ask the person who's really, really obsessed with that specific opportunity and ask that person how he understands or she understands it and see if you could relate. If you can't, figure it out. You can always understand the opportunity. You just got to figure it out. If you're not able to figure it out, find an opportun- another opportunity. Something that you could figure out. So that's understand your opportunity. You got four, fives, eights. Long podcast, but I did want to talk about this today. Why? Because if you take four, fives, eights seriously, you apply it, you will win. At least in sales marketing. In life, personally, I think you'll win. But at least for sales and marketing. That's it for today, y'all. If you have any questions, uh, obviously feel free to reach out for anything, anytime. And see you next time.